0: Hey, welcome back to the We Don't Know It All podcast. This is episode four. Today we're gonna talk a little bit about this book written by James Clear called Atomic Habits. Uh, Francisco and I are working through this right now as a staff and so it's really touched us and so we wanted to share some of our thoughts with you. It was a great conversation that we just had and I really hope you enjoy it. So let's get into it.
1: Hey guys, so welcome back to the We Don't Know It All podcast, and today we're talking about a book that we've been reading, uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Yeah. I've I've that this is one of the books, Caden, that I've enjoyed the most. And there's certain books I think that you read once, but you don't mind picking it back up yeah. and reading it because then you're, you're whatever 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 stage of life you're in, it's gonna affect you or it's gonna sort of challenge you in a different way. And then if you read it a couple months later, it's going to be completely different. I, yeah. don't know, I don't know what you think about that.
0: No, no, I agree. I, I'm still working my way through the book. Um, and we'll probably get into this a little more later, yeah. but... Like our staff is kind of or at yeah. least our pastors on staff are reading mm-hmm. the book right now. so this is the kind of I know to sustain for the first time. love that. <laughs> uh, this is uh, the first time that I am reading through the book. so yeah. I'm about halfway through now because we're still going through it yeah as a staff. I know you read it about a year ago yeah so but I can I 100% see what you're saying like I, this is a super easy read. I think I'll yeah. probably pick it back up in about a year or two just to go through it again.
1: Before we get into the meat of the book, I'm gonna tell you this, if you're not a person that normally reads books, you need to start, you need to start. And so this this whole book is about habits and developing good habits that lead you to achieving goals that you have. But the habit of reading a book can completely shift and change your life. And you're probably like, well, I've never finished a book in my life. Start small. I'm not saying start with this particular book, but start small. Start with something that, you know, that, that connects with you. If you pick up a book and if you're bored two chapters in, drop it and pick another book. It's okay. Yeah. That That's okay. So I'm definitely going to encourage you, definitely, definitely read a book because that, that can really transform. That is, they do say that that is the cheapest way to gain knowledge, cheapest and fastest way to gain knowledge. I've never heard that truthfully, but yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, think about sure. it. So like all the stuff that James Clear had to go through to learn everything that he then pours into this book for us to read like that's, I mean, we've just gained years from our lives. I mean, yeah. we, we could have eventually at some point gotten to these points into these um, nuggets of gold that I, you know, but what I'm trying to say here is reading a book and let's say you finish it in two weeks. I mean, that's like, you've just taken giant leaps yeah. to where, you know, you want to be in yeah, life.
0: Absolutely. And... If you're not a reader but you would like to be one and maybe you don't know where to start, maybe you don't know what books to read, Mm -hmm. uh, feel free to neither Francisco nor I (laughs) are book experts, as they say. Mm -mm. Uh but we've read enough that we probably have at least one recommendation in multiple genres, fiction, nonfiction, self help, spirituality. So if you don't know what book to pick up first, feel free to reach out, comment uh on any of our posts, we'll make sure to help you out there for
1: sure for sure all right so diving right into the book and the content of the book the whole book is about developing habits developing these steps to get you to where you want to be to to understanding how the human self works to to um how positive habits can lead to good things and then negative habits can lead to bad things and how sometimes focusing on just the goal could be could be bad yeah because that's so short-lived. So the whole part of the big premise of the book is is that the moment that you reach your goal, that euphoria or that moment of happiness, that that, that energy that um, is a positive energy, like, yes, I've achieved it. It's is so short-lived that then you forget. Um, you forget why you wanted to do the goal, and not only that, but sometimes you could regress. Yeah.
0: Well, and he, he goes into the science of it at one yeah. point. I think it's in... I want to say it's... The book's divided into four laws right. for reference. And I yeah. want to say it's in the first law, but I yeah. could be wrong. Um, but he talks about how like our brain releases dopamine... Uh, when you know I mean that's Mm -hmm. always been a big thing like the dopamine and pleasure and whatever but I've never heard it referenced in regard to habits yeah and he says scientifically proven that your body releases just as much if not more dopamine before the habit actually takes place yeah before the action before Mm -hmm. it's almost the anticipation of the action Mm -hmm. that provides the dopamine yeah which I mean makes sense like if you if you're going to a concert or Disney World or whatever Mm -hmm. like there's more excitement excitement sometimes in the build-up yeah. than there is like once you get there yeah i mean it's super fun i mean yeah. obviously like riding a roller coaster is fun uh-huh. but the roller coaster
1: lasted what a minute 90 seconds I, you know legit i think this the, the longest roller coaster at let's say disney world is like a minute and 35 seconds yeah and so it's like i'm fairly confident all like well i'm not a
0: scientist but even they like the scientists say like the, dopamine, the majority of the dopamine
1: is released in anticipation to right, the event. Right, right. anyways. And, and that's why a big portion of this book is all about the systems that you develop while you're trying to achieve that goal. And if you don't develop, <coughs> I'm sorry, if you don't develop systems, then when you reach the goal, it's going to pretty much be meaningless to yeah. you. And because you didn't develop that system, then you're going to end up right back where you started. Yeah. Let's say one of your goals was to lose weight, right? If you don't develop a system, then you might reach that goal of losing those twenty pounds, but because there's no system in place, you're gonna end up in a place where you've probably gonna gain those twenty pounds and then some. Yeah. So that's that's exactly what this whole book is about. Yeah. And so developing small things, developing small habits that then get take you for the to the next step, into the next step, into the next step. Um, I'll I'll say something, then I'll kind of let you sh- chime in here, um, okay. Caden, but. I think one of the biggest things that I took from this book was that um, we see goals as like sort of the finish lines. Mm. And that was a big mind shift for me because I started seeing goals as just sort of mile markers to where I wanted to be. So I'll develop these habits. I'll I'll create a system on how to get to that goal. But the goal is never my finish line. The goal is never my end point. The goal is just I've reached this step. Now it's time to create another one and another one and another one. And, and that's how I've been able to create short um, short uh, term goals and then long term goals and, and then places where I want to be by the time I'm a certain age and then places where I want to be by the time I get my kids are a certain age and so on and so on and so on. Yeah. So it's, it's all about creating systems and it's all about creating goals. Yes, but focus in on the fact that the goal is not your finish line. The goal yeah. is not the end. The goal is not like, OK, I've conquered it. I can do whatever I want to do now you're gonna you're gonna like end up going backwards if you really end up doing that yeah Mm -hmm.
0: no that's good i think when i was reading through the book um i wasn't really sure honestly here's the thing i habits reading about habits talking about habits yeah i understand the benefit in it but it's never kind of been the topic of choice for me you know yeah and so i wasn't i didn't really know what i would get out of the book Mm -hmm. i knew it was written well like I mean, it's a number one New York Times bestseller. So yeah. it's not like... I didn't yeah. think the book was going to suck, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. But I just didn't know if I would really connect with the material right. or not. Right. And they're, I mean, pretty off the bat. Like, there were multiple things and yeah. I was like you know what that's really good yeah like whether or not you're really really intentionally studying like how do I create and form better habits Right. he's right. got a lot of this mm-hmm. is not his intent to be clear but he's got a lot of one liners that I'm like that was really good that was good yeah. uh, but he goes through this habit or this uh, conversation about how like our senses can dictate our habits but a lot of that begins with the environment around you right and so he writes and Environment is the invisible hand that shapes human behavior. That's so good. Um, And then a couple pages later, when he's expounding upon like senses and how that affects things, he's sensing or he uh, kind of focuses in on sight and how that like changes your habits. And he says, um, visual cues are the greatest catalyst of our behavior. For this reason, a small change in what you see can lead to a big shift in what you do. That's wild. And I think, I mean, by far, there's a couple other things I've highlighted. Yeah. But up to this point, like I said, mm-hmm. I'm only halfway through the book. Up to this point, that's kind of been my biggest yeah. takeaway from the yeah. book. Is just how like our environment plays such a big part yeah. in the things that we do, mm-hmm. um, yeah. the habits we find ourselves in. Yeah. The habits that we want to produce right. like you have to learn how to right. shape your environment to help you rather yeah. than hold you back you know mm-hmm. so i think that's kind of where i've been i mean with this. a
1: thousand percent right like the 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 people you surround yourself with are going to affect where you're going and how fast you're going um you don't want to surround yourself with someone that's going to be full of negativity when you're trying to be more positive in life yeah. you don't want to surround yourself with someone that um, has no hunger to get to the next stage of life when you're trying to get to the next stage of yeah. life. It's just, it's just all, those, all those things rub off on, on you and they can have a profound effect on your mindset and how you go about things. Yeah. Um, there's a really cool story in the book and this is kind of like how the book launches off, but it talks about the cycling team. Um, the British England. cycling team. Yeah, the British, yeah, yeah. yeah, cycling team. Now, they were so bad that literally, I mean, they were bad. It, it got to the point where literally um, manufacturers of these really high-end you know bikes, they didn't want the the British team riding their bikes because yeah. they were losing constantly. So they would maybe draw parallels between the equipment and the and the and the team itself, yeah. like the people riding the bikes. And so it, it talks about small things that they do to get better. And now the cycling team is is a beast. You know, they wanted to get to Neil Armstrong status, you know. And so they started to do little things. And they start yeah. – the, it's crazy how – how 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 tiny of a of of a change they start they they begin to do that then develops into this huge outcome right yeah. so the one of the first things that the book tells us that they do is they literally paint the back of the pickup truck where they carry the bikes a hyper white so that they could tell if there was any extra dust that would then create weight yeah. on the bikes and and you may say that sounds completely insignificant that's dumb I mean how is a little bit of dust gonna slow the But it's when you compound those small little changes that you're going to start to see a positive outcome. So when we apply that to our lives, right, you're like, okay, I'm trying to get to this goal financially, right? And maybe you got to tell yourself, I got to quit it with the Starbucks one day out of the week. I'll do it the rest of the week, but I got to quit it one day out of the week. Well, you may see it as something significant or small, but that small change is then going to lead to, okay, this month because I decided to not buy Starbucks for a week. Yeah. I saved $35. What if I did it two, day, two two days out of the week? And so on and so on. So small changes that then compound yeah. into a big change that develops positive habits, that then lead you to maybe your goal of saving more money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. And I think <laughs>
1: I joked about this with you a couple of days
0: ago, <laughs> but i don't know that for some reason like the book's called atomic habits and uh (laughs) (laughs) the subtitle or one of the subtitles says tiny changes remarkable results that sounds fairly self-explanatory for some reason in my head, atomic habits, I was picturing like the atomic bomb. And so in my head, these were going to be like massive. I mean, they were going to lead to like huge results, but I was picturing these massive changes in my lifestyle and whatever. But his whole, like he starts off the book with, uh, or he starts off early in the book with the story of the British cycling team mm-hmm. because he's trying to make the point yeah. that like you don't have to be 100% better in one area no. overnight. Mm-hmm. What you need to be is 1% better in all these different areas that compound to make you better yeah. than you've ever been before. Yeah. And so I think that we have to rewire the way that we approach habits yeah. because it's so easy for a habit to seem uh, – exponentially more or harder than it could ever be, you know, and, or than we could ever become. And I think that we have to learn how to be okay with 1% better in all these different areas because it adds together.
1: Here's a crazy one that's just popping into my head. There's a, there's a gentleman and I'm, I'm, I'm totally blanking on his name, but this is the power of developing small habits that could lead to something big. Um, I went through a leadership initiative um, back in 2019, um, the uh, DeVos Leadership Initiative out of uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and one of the things that they like us to do is to begin journal, like a journal, mm. like a journal, and to journal, like just to keep um, a track of what's happening in your life. Yeah. And the way they have a they have a journaling system that that's awesome and that I still use to this day. But there was this gentleman that he hated to. A journal he yeah. hated to write anything he, and so he hated it and hated and hated it but he started to do it once a week and so then he started to fill in his journal started to fill in his journal and then it became a thing that he couldn't put down yeah and it got to the point where literally he is now a, a, a book writer mm. in 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 the spanish circles right in the hispanic latino culture he's an amazing book writer and i'm going to find his name and i'll leave it down in the comments but he went from someone who didn't like to write at all yeah to then developing this small habit and then growing that habit and then, and and it became a goal of like let me finish this book and I'm not going to put it down and so I've written everything that I can in every single page of this journal so that now he's an author yeah like and that's crazy how you can go from 0 to a 100 in small increments but you could potentially get there yeah. um there's there's one thing that the book really 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 like it just spoke to me um so much And I'm trying to find it here because I have a ton of notes um, for this book. But um, it pretty much comes down to cognitive slumber. Mm -hmm. And it's never challenging the narrative. And so what happens when we develop cognitive slumber is when we've convinced ourselves that we're not good at something. And we just write that off for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Let's say you were horrible at math in high school. And you grow up with this notion of this this, this narrative in your mind that I'm just never going to be good at math. Yeah. But if you start challenging yourself little by little and changing that narrative and changing how your psyche works about that certain subject or that certain something that you feel like I'm never going to be good at, then next thing you know, you will be good at it. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're going to be doing something crazy in that area that you have convinced yourself that you're not good at. So examine your life look at yourself and challenge yourself and say like is there something that i've told myself i am not good at and i'm never going to be good at it that i could start chipping away and become better at it is there yeah. something that i could that i could Kind of shift my mindset on and say, I'm I'm just not good at writing. I'm just not good at drawing. I'm just not good at, you know, listening to podcasts and learning. I'm not good at reading books. Whatever it is, start chipping away at it and stop convincing yourself. This cognitive slumber that happens, stop convincing yourself that you're not good at it because you might be really, really good at it and yeah. you might gain a bunch of benefit from it.
0: Yeah, I think kind of the last thing in the book that really stood out to me mm-hmm. was... It's kind of, it's in, it's at the beginning of law three when he's yeah. kind of moved into mm-hmm. the third law and he, he's writing about the difference between motion and action, mm. Yeah, which I've never really thought much about, I yeah. guess. But his thing is, it's so easy for us to like have motion in our ideas and habits and think that we're doing super well, Yeah, but then the actual action never takes place. Mm-hmm. So for example, um, when we wanted to start this podcast, yeah, uh, we did a lot of planning. Yeah. There was motion, so yeah. you know, it felt yeah. like there was some progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the truth is, yeah, until we actually started recording yeah. episode zero, yeah. the podcast didn't exist. Right, you know, there was nothing it's like, there. And so we have such a bad habit. this is a bad habit of just about everyone that there's something we want to implement there's something we want to create yeah and we have all of this motion involved which makes us feel like progress Mm -hmm. is happening but there's no action implemented and he writes uh, not that you care but it's on page 142 (laughs) Uh, he says but more often than not we do it because motion allows us to feel like we're making progress without running the risk of failure and i thought i was like that's that's a crazy one that's so true because moment, there okay. is there is no failure there's no risk of failure in motion uh-uh. uh, at least uh-uh. when we're talking about yeah. like implementation yeah. and that kind of thing that you can't fail something when all you're doing is planning yeah. it yeah, yeah. and i do think that that that's probably not a one-size-fits-all statement you mm-hmm. know but i do feel like a lot of the times one thing that probably holds me back is i don't like like i hate failure yeah i understand logically that failure can propel you forward but doesn't make it fun you know yeah and so i i think that for me personally i think that that stuck out to me so much yeah because i do think sometimes i probably rely on motion more than action as a oh this is what i I think
1: we all do i think we all do because it's a safety net for us you know it becomes a thing where it's like i'm gonna talk about this but if it never happens, it never happens. Yeah. And, and that's why I literally saw an Instagram post the other day saying, like, if you have big goals, don't tell anybody about them until they actually become real. Because yeah. then you're just going to keep failing and failing and failing and failing. But to add to your point, um, one of the biggest um, one of the things that I highlighted in the book was this habit formation begins with trial and error. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna mess up at one point. yeah you're gonna want to get that Starbucks on the day you're not supposed to get the Starbucks. You're gonna yeah. put the book down when you're supposed to read to page 45 and you had planned to you know you're gonna fail, but it's trial and error. yeah Just because you failed one doesn't mean that habit just it, all of a sudden is, is not gonna become um, a successful habit to then yeah. reach to your goal. You're gonna fail a bunch of times. Yeah. I still fail a bunch yeah. of times. My goal this year was to read four books a month. I'm nowhere near that, but I'm continuing to do that. You know, I'm continuing to try to read more books. I'm continuing to to ask people like, hey, what's the next book I should read? What am I, you know, and I try to be more more proactive in that sense. However, I'm still failing. That doesn't mean I'm going to stop. It's trial and error. It's trial and error. You're going to fail, but you got to keep going. You're going to fail, but you got to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So let's kind of, let's take it. I mean, I know this was all personal in
0: the sense of Mm -hmm. like, this is what we personally got out of it. But on your personal habits currently um what what did you notice about yourself like habits both good or bad that you kind of you began to see or
1: were revealed as you were reading the book i think um i was doing a lot of that a lot of motion and no action a ton of that and no action i was even planning out and writing things that just never took place my youtube channel like literally like it was just stopped for no reason yeah i i literally set up if 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 you ever get the chance to go to my house and, and check out my office, it's set up as a studio. Yeah. And I've I've automated everything to where you say, Alexa, turn on the studio lights and it's got the right lights and right everything. However, nothing was happening. Yeah. And I was content with that motion. And I found out that I became content on a lot of things as long as there was a little bit of motion happening, but no action, like no actual like work to get me to my goal of yeah. like producing one YouTube video a week. But I was becoming content on a lot of my goals and and, and just having a little bit of motion, but no actual meat to the bone. And so I started literally a list of things that I said I was going to do and I never did. And so I can pretty much tell you that every single item on the list had some kind of motion and, and meaningful motion where I even invested money and I invested, you know, things and, and I invested time and all these things. But however, I wasn't doing anything. So it kind of became this red alert, red alert, red yeah. alert. You have to do something, dude, because you've already spent all this money yeah and you haven't done anything with it. And that was um, partially my wife telling me, mm. uh, when are you actually going to do something with the fancy light that you bought? Because it, you know, what's, what's happening? Spouses here? tend to do yeah. that too. What, what about you? Did you notice anything? Well, one thing I noticed
0: was that I don't keep good track of my habits to begin with. Mm. Like, mm. I don't know that yeah. I have a good idea of what I do habitually, you mm. know? Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, and like I said, I tend to stay away from habit talks or habit books. And so this is one of the first ones that I've ever really worked through. Yeah. I started reading this book um, six days ago yeah 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 about six days ago maybe even a little less five days ago and so because of that like i've gotten about halfway through it which is great but i think i'm still trying to work through what some of my habits are yeah uh particularly the bad ones you know like those are the ones i'd like to work on yeah um i do know kind of like you that i have a habit of staying in motion but not in action but i've been that way my whole life i don't know what started it you know but i have a i have a really bad habit of like, maybe I'll dream about something I'd like to do. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe I'll go as far as planning out what it takes to get there. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But then I'm just not like, I never tend to implement them. So yeah. I think that is a bad habit of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but on more like specific levels, more minutia, I'm mm-hmm. not sure what my habits are. I've got mm-hmm. to kind of work through some yeah. of that still. So.
1: Yeah. I'm a list guy. I make lists for everything and then i just throw away the list but i have to like get it out of here and make a list out of it yeah it's weird but start working on those habits start working on tiny things that'll get you towards your goal start working on things that are gonna get you there stop the motion and actually get to the action because i'm telling you think about it this way this time next year you could have accomplished a big goal of yours yeah and so i think that always gets me there's this 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 has nothing to do with the book but Um, And I want you to understand one thing, guys. We're like legit giving you 30,000 foot view of what this book is. Go yeah. read the book. There's four laws in there. They're going to completely change your mind. It's an easy read. I mean, the way the chapters are laid out, it's 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 a, yeah. it's a I great, mean, I, great book. I
0: read half the book, which is about 140, 150 pages. Yeah. And I read that half in one sitting. I mean, and yeah. it's not, I mean, I do like to read,
1: but that's not because I'm some great reader, you know, like it yeah. really isn't easy to read. It's, book. it's easy to go chapter after chapter and it's easy to find yourself. Well, I want to get to the next meeting of it and I want to get to the next meat of it and so on and so on and then you find yourself I don't know if this happened to you but after like chapter four or five I'm like I want to go back to one because I want to see it now with the scope that now I'm the the book is revealing to me but um, what I was going to say is I actually saw a calendar that Mm. shows your life in weeks and it's you know based on the life expectancy and your current age and you literally fill in the circle for the week that you've already lived and I refuse to get that calendar. You know why? Because I I would be so scared to look at it every day Mm. because there goes my life. And I'm like, I need to reach this goal and I need to do this. and I need to do that. And maybe some of us need that little extra push of like, you're right here. You're not really that young anymore. And you've got to do something today. So um, that reminded me a lot of like, as soon as I saw a calendar, I was like, okay, I need to really, you know, Tackle some of my goals and start yeah. chipping away at some things because things aren't going to happen overnight. Yeah, the chances are of you solving your financial goals and getting there, you're not going to win the lottery. It's yeah. just not going to happen. So start doing it because you might be young, but you're not that young. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are are there this kind of
0: uh, this kind of my final question <clears throat> I have for you? Uh, if you've <clears throat> got any more questions, we'll keep yeah, going. Yeah. But is there? Any goals that you would like to form after reading either maybe after reading this book or maybe this book just reinvigorated an idea you've already had. But are there any habits that you are now currently working on or would like to form?
1: You know, I've always the whole point of, of my personal YouTube channel was to share information and knowledge yeah and so i strayed away from that so much and i'm like and now that i've kind of restarted it i've i keep telling myself you got to do it more and you got to do it more and because someone out there is going to send you that message because i've received some really cool messages and i'm like you have to do it more you have to do more so it's reinvigorated in me kind of like the whole um share what God has taught you and share what God has entrusted you with that, with that knowledge. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's happened. But here's the crazy part, even though the book has absolutely nothing to do with the church world, it's reinvigorated in me of like, you have to share Jesus more with people. Mm. And how many people are you really uh, uh, touching and how many people are you telling about Jesus? So I I've now created a goal of how many people I want to talk to Jesus about this year, yeah. Like I've, I've, I've. That's really st- stirred up in me, and it all started with yes, the YouTube channel because I want to share what I've got, but I also want to share not just my cam, my knowledge of holding a camera, but my knowledge of being a believer in Christ. Yeah. And so that's that stirred that up in me, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to like, it's it's more than just like a financial goal. It's like I have a sense of urgency yeah. of this needs to happen. This yeah. I've got to start tackling at this because I've not done enough. Yeah. To, to reach those goals yeah um what about you is there is there like um is there like a goal that you put in pause or like something that you were like it's it was in the back of my head and as soon as i started reading this book it just boom it just like red alarms and
0: well for a long time doing a podcast was a goal for me yeah. um and i didn't mm. know where to start mm. or really what to do or how to do it and yeah. so i kind of put it off for a long time and then when you and i started talking about it then that kind of reinvigorated some things yeah but the actual the book itself made me rethink the way we approach the podcast a little yeah. bit and how like there's been times where we'd have like oh we're going to record an episode today and then had to move it and then yeah uh or what like are there things that we want to do long term with yeah. it and are we doing anything to make that happen, yeah. are we just talking about it in each other's offices? You know, yeah. so it's things like that that have been I've been rethinking, and so what I'm trying to do now is okay. How do I build systems into my weekly schedule or yeah. moments into yeah. my weekly? I guess yeah. that is the system. How do I build yeah. moments into my weekly schedule yeah. um, that allow for e- even this podcast for us to like grow deeper and make it the best it could be you know yeah and so i'm working through that other ones are like health goals Mm -hmm. um so like i want to well truthfully this is actually in the opposite of what he talks about doing but i have like a goal of losing some weight i don't have a specific number i just would like to to lose some weight. Right. And so right now mm. I'm counting calories because Andrew Fernandez inspired me. So I'm just shout out that. to Andrew Fernandez. Yeah. So I'm I'm working through some of these principles on how to yeah. get there. Yeah. Um but still building that. That's been a last minute just as of like last night. So I'm still building Let's through go. some of those things. Let's
1: go. That's awesome. Well, yeah. guys, um, Thank you so much for tuning in yeah. to this episode. We've loved sharing this with you, and again, we're giving you thirty thousand foot views. Yes. Go read the book. Go pick it up. It's a great read. It's it's an amazing author. It's just yeah. it's just crazy the way he breaks things down to yeah. the to so that you can absorb as much of this information as possible. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna 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 love it. And if yes. you have if and if you're like literally if you've never picked up a book, hit us up. We've got a couple suggestions for you. We'd love to put you in the right path. And uh, and then maybe the next podcast or one of the future podcasts could be about about that habit itself because I've gotten to the point where, I don't know if you're like me, but I actually sometimes can read up to three books at the same time. Mm. But there's a, there's a, and I'll share that in the future, but there's a system that I have in place that allows yeah. me to retain the knowledge so that I can, read three yep. books at the same time. That'll be a future episode. I'm not that smart, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to clear that up. I am not that smart to be reading three books at the same time and regain knowledge. There's a system that I have that allows me to digest all the yeah. information. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. We are enjoying this journey a ton. Thank yeah. you for the love. Thank you for the support. We've received some great messages. Yeah. We didn't know how people were going to receive the the these podcasts, but it seems like people are liking them or they're being very nice to us. Yeah. And there, we appreciate there that. could be lying to our face, <laughs> but we'll take yeah. it. Honest. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. We hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Bye.